We should fire every person that was on that field today, starting with me. That was that was horrific. Screw you! You're fired! We got beat in, in all aspects of football today, and, and coaching as well. What's that? We didn't do anything well. We didn't, you know, we didn't do one thing well in any, in any phase. Yeah! Well, that must make it a fact right there if you're going to start off by there. Obviously, I'm not, you know, I'm not getting my point across. In my opinion, that sucked. I'm sorry? As much as you say it starts with you, how concerned are you with your own job security? Um, I think that's a contradiction in question. I mean, it's, it starts with me and it ends with me. So that's, that's somebody else's decision. Well, enough is enough, and it's time for a change. And welcome back, Bucks Nation. Welcome to another Real Bucks Talk podcast. Dirk Cutter has been let go. That is it. It's time for a new direction. It's time for a change. As we say, this is it. I mean, the Bucks. it just wasn't up to par as far as uh, results. And that is why Dirk Cutter was let go. I uh, just couldn't get it done. I mean, close games after close games. Just couldn't get this team to find a way to win football games consistently. It just seemed like if he was telling the message, it just wasn't there consistently um, to the players. He wasn't speaking it well enough, whether communication or players were just not buying in completely. It seemed like there was a disconnect between staff and players. Um, You can go to the front office, to the staff. There's a disconnect on all three levels uh, for this football team. And, you know, Sunday was actually the kind of the perfect ending for, for the season. As, you know, Jameis played well. The offense was clicking. It showed potential. Defense showed some signs of, of the future that's going to come. Uh, so it was good to see. I was there at the game. Uh, it was just it was just awesome. Oh, by the way, this is Michael Plus speaking. Uh, Mark, my, my partner, Mark Ramirez, still on vacation uh, in Iceland. He's having a great time. He's going to be back uh, later this week um, when we're uh, doing the next show coming up. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, just my thoughts on, on Cutter. Um, you know, originally when he was hired, we, we liked him as a coach. We thought, you know, he had all the, the qualities to be successful. You know, offensive uh, mind, guy that was aggressive. Um, but we just didn't look enough into the man as far as the leader and I just don't think he was, you know, right for the job as far as head coaching material. He just didn't know how to um, command the locker room. And I think at times he was just a little bit too laxed um, towards his players. And that's not saying he didn't work hard because I know he did. Uh, The whole staff works hard. But there was just something missing, that void for this team that they just couldn't get it done. And it... It just hurt him. I mean, back-to-back 5-11 and 11 seasons, pretty much it looked very similar. I mean, if you look at both seasons, obviously, you know, holding on to Mike Smith way too long, that was one of his biggest downfalls. And, again, he's just slow to change. Um, I believe others have said that on other podcasts. You know, it's just he's just not uh, – just couldn't adapt um, to what was needed 
to get this team to to win consistently. And you could say, you know, that's on the players and it's, it's on the coaches. But and that's why you know we get to you know my next point. You know, you look at it. You know, that's probably why Jason Light is still here. Uh, and that's the other news: Jason Light and Jameis Winston will be back in 2019. Uh, I mean, he's just just couldn't couldn't find it. You know, he was always talking about how he couldn't find the answers, and that was the same with these the players. Um, so it just it just wasn't working, and it it was time. It's time for a new direction. Now, as far as where do we go from here, you know, it, and we've heard that you know Jason Light is going to you know hold the search, um, and we've you know we previewed some coaching candidates that could be out there, um, but we'll get into that later in the show. You know, on my my thoughts on the coaching candidates. Obviously, we'll talk Bruce Arians, who is the hot name right now. Uh, but you look at, um, you know, they're going to schedule interviews with Eric Bieniemy, a guy we talked about. Also have interview requested for George Edwards, a, a guy we didn't really mention, um, you know, defense coordinator for the Vikings. So we'll talk we'll talk about that later in, in, the, in the episode. But right now uh, I want to focus on some things that Jason Light uh, said. And it was, I mean, it was really good stuff. Uh, let me see. Yeah, here here's him on, you know, the search um, and how he's going to get actually outside help um, by a search firm. Uh, let's take a listen. Hold on one second. There we go. All right, Jason Light. And this is him talking about, you know, what he's going to do as far as the uh, the search this time around. Well, this time around, just like last time, when I say cast a wide net, we considered uh, many, many uh, options. This year, we're going to look outside. Um, we're going to uh, include, I'm going to include Corn Ferry. Jed Hughes is something that I talked about with ownership last night that I felt would help with this, just assist as a tool with the backgrounds, uh, they have a lot of background on all these candidates that they've been compiling for many, many years. They've helped a lot of successful franchises uh, assist them with their hirings. And I felt like this would be, uh, with, in terms of logistics and just knowing, been through these interviews and knowing a lot of these candidates, I thought it would be a, a great assist. But they won't be choosing the, the candidate or choosing the head coach. Yeah, and there you, there you have it. I, I think I, I like that move. I like bringing in some outside help just to assist Jason. Um, making sure like this is an organized search. I mean, they have to get this right. We talked about it. Um, this has to be the right man to lead this team uh, going forward. Um, you can see the sense of urgency on Jason Light and Jason Light's voice. Uh, he knows like he's. I think he feels guilty that you know Dirk is gone because you know some of it is his fault. I mean, he puts he put a lot of blame on his shoulders yesterday in that press conference and. Um, he, he knows he has to do better and he has to find the right guy. And I think, you know, casting a wide net, like he said, and, and interviewing as many as possible. So, you know, I'm of the mindset, like, take your time. If you, if it takes you until the end of January, then so be it. You know, you have to make sure you find the right guy um, to, to lead this team back to winning 
uh, games, getting to the playoffs, and, and winning championships at the, as the ultimate goal. Um, you know, that has to be something that needs to be done. Uh, I just, I liked how he, how he talked about that and, and that was a good sign. And then, um, let's see. And then he also, you know, he was asked about Jameis Winston coming back and he was, uh, he was pretty confident as far as, um, Winston returning. And I think that's the best bet for this franchise. I mean, just looking at him Sunday, I mean, he played outstanding. I mean, over 300 yards, four touchdowns, uh, he was good as it gets. So, with that being said, let's look at uh, his thoughts on Jameis Winston. Uh, hold on one second. Uh, getting the videos. There we go. Can you, just, can you just definitively say as an organization that Jameis Winston will be a part of the future? Jameis Winston will be here. We have him under contract for a year. Um, he has done some amazing things. For a young 24, turns 25 in a week, uh, quarterback has accomplished more than most of the elite quarterbacks have at his age throughout that career, that time span. Um, there's a lot to like about Jameis. Um, Jameis will be here next year. There you have it. And I completely agree. I mean, I think, I think him, I think Jason Light and Winston are a package deal. I think you know, Jameis, the way he played down the stretch pretty much saved Jason Light's job. I think, you know, if Jameis wasn't here, then obviously Jason Light would have been fired as well. I think that's a fair point. And it was, it's good by Jameis that he did play the way he did in the second half. And I thought, you know, he was doing his absolute best to win football games for this team. Uh, just couldn't get everything on the same page uh, in order to win those games. But, you know, Dirk is out. And I think it's just time for a new direction. The overall coaching staff, uh, there has to be changes. You need a better staff in here to develop these young players and really build around their strengths so you can play um, sound football, assignment sound, play smart football, and game plan your way to victories. And I just feel like that was just never the case. We didn't really have a great game plan. It just seemed like, you know, offensively, a lot of our big plays came off of the scramble uh, play where Jameis, you know, gets outside the pocket and makes plays down the field with the receivers adjusting the routes. And there just wasn't enough consistency within the offense, the, within the scheme. Uh, Jameis just wasn't consistent enough. And I think that's something that has to change. Defensively, uh, you got to give him credit. I mean, they had nowhere near the talent they had at the beginning of the year. And it was kind of up and down. I mean, the, the ability to pick up a Carl Nassup, Andrew Adams, guys like that, um, the way Vita Vea played at the end of the year, those are all promising signs. And you you hope we can find more guys like that, you know, that just give it their all. And it, it was nice to see. Um, and I'm going to play one last clip of Jason. This is him talking about, um, you know, the interest um, on the team. And, you know, Jameis uh, being a part of that, and there's no hindrance as far as the new coach. He's going to want to work with Jameis Winston. That's pretty much what uh, Jason Light says here. Let's take a listen. Jason, would a, would a coaching candidate then have to accept him as, as your starting quarterback or as a big part of your, of your team in order to, to take this job? Would that exclude some people that may feel like, you know what, I don't want to have Jameis Winston as my quarterback? 
Well, based on the texts and phone calls and emails that I've been getting since, whatever, roughly 8 o'clock last night, I don't think that's going to be an issue. Yeah, there you have it. I mean, there's obvious interest for this job. And I'm going to go right into the next clip that talks about, you know, how good of a job this is. You know, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter, you know, you're the talking heads saying, like, this is an attractive job. But that's completely the opposite. I mean, obviously, guys want to coach this team because they know how talented it is. And that's another reason why, you know, Dirk Cutter is, is gone. I mean, the talent is here, and the staff just couldn't get the maximum uh, value out of this roster, and that's something that has to change. Um, let's take a look at, this was asked by Ira Kaufman, uh, asking about, you know, the attractiveness of this job. And it is. It's a good job. Is this an attractive uh, destination? There's eight, there's eight openings. Why, why is this a good one? Well, first, I think you, you start with ownership, who is letting us collectively do our jobs. Um, you start with a facility. You can start also with the facilities. I think we have a young core group of talented players that combined with, you know, Dirk did some fantastic things offensively, historical season in some regards in a lot of categories. And just to, as Dirk said last night in his press conference, we have a great locker room. So you've got a young quarterback. There's a lot of things to like. Based on, like I said, based on texts and people reaching out to me that are interested in the job, I can see why. That uh, I can tell you that it is an attractive job. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean that just shows you right there. It is definitely a attractive opening. Uh, all the young pieces that this roster has. I mean, I could go through it. You have a good young core. I mean, let's look at it offensively. You start with Jameis Winston, obviously. You know, only 24, about to turn 25. Uh, he's done things in this league that not many quarterbacks have done. Um, so he's a good bright, uh, bright uh, piece. And I know, you know, the off-field issues and, you know, that drives fans away. And I understand that, you know, everyone's, you know, has an opinion and they're entitled to it. Uh, but I think, you know, on the field, off the field, I think he's matured a whole bunch, you know, becoming a father, all those things uh, help, and, you know, getting married, um, all of it. I mean, I think he understands. I think he's been humbled, and I think he understands that he has to be better and that he has to put this team in positions to win, and I think he's done that. Uh, and now it's just about getting the rest of it all in place and, and putting it into a complete team and a complete team effort. You look at, but let's look at other pieces on this offense. I like Peyton Barber. I think he's a good back. Not great. Um, doesn't really make anybody miss, but he's a guy that can get you yards. He can get those tough yards. I think they need to add to that. I'm not sure on the Rojo yet. Um, you know, Jason Light spoke about him later in the press conference. He was like, yeah, he needs to bounce back. We need to run the football better is something that he said, and I, th I completely agree. You know, I'll go to the offensive line. I think we have some good offensive linemen, and then we need some more talent. And that goes into the draft and, and, you know, free agency and all that. And we'll get there as that time comes. But, you know, you look at Ali Marpet, Ryan Jensen, I think those guys are some guys you can build around. Um, the Alex Kappa, even a Leonard Wester. Uh, look at the depth. Um, you know, Mike Lickey. I think all those guys are, are something that, you know, you can at least develop, and I think they can be um, the cornerstones. But, I, you know, 
Jensen and Marpet are, are two guys that um, are going to be here, and I think that's something you have to build around. And then, you know, you're going to have decisions to make around the left tackle, right tackle. Obviously, right guard is going to be a focal point because that has to be better. It was just awful uh, this entire season. But, and then you look at, you look at our tight end group, outstanding. You know, Cameron Brait, I think, you know, Dirk said he was hurt this year, and that, that makes some sense. And he just, he really hasn't been very consistent this year for whatever reason. So you're hoping he can bounce back. Obviously, O.J. Howard is going to be a stud. Um, we need to see him stay healthy for an entire year. I like to see that um, because, I mean, the guy knows how to play, and I think if we find a guy that can utilize him the correct way, I mean, we're going to be in much better shape. Uh, Anthony Alclair, all those guys, Alan Cross. So you have a good tight end group. You look at the receiver group, this is probably the strongest of the team. Outstanding. I mean, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, both over 100 yards on Sunday. you got Adam Humphreys, who is awesome. And Jason Light, you know, said he's going to do everything he can to bring him back in the mix. And I, I agree with that. You know, he's a good football player. So I think that's going to happen. And then you look at... Uh, you know, your other depth receivers, Bobo Wilson came on. You have Justin Watson, uh, I'm trying to think of others. Yeah. I mean, you got a good pipeline. I mean, you had some guys that got hurt like Sergio Bailey that's coming back. Um, so there's a good group there. Obviously Deshaun Jackson's going to be gone. He wants out. So that's an easy move there. Uh, so offensively, yeah, I mean, you got some players and then you look at the defensive side of the ball and it's not that bare, you know, you look at the defensive line, um, obviously you start with Vita Vea, Carl Nassib, JPP, um, who we'll play some clips from. He had some great, uh, really great insight yesterday. I'm going to get to that in a second, um, about this locker room that I think definitely needs some changes and needs to be held accountable much more. And it just doesn't seem like that was the case, but you know, talent, you got it. I mean, Vinny Curry, if they decide to bring him back, you know, Vinny Curry and Jerome McCoy are going to be the tough decisions just based on their cap and, um, you know, the overall play uh, that they just haven't really shown. At least, uh, I mean, Gerald was okay this year. I thought he played well, but I understand if they do move on just because they're going to have to make some tough decisions. I mean, the salary cap room is just not what it was. Um you know, a couple years back, and you got, you know, extensions coming in with, with uh, Jameis and Mike Evans, uh, and obviously you got to decide what you're going to do on, you know, Quan Alexander and Donovan Smith. But, you know, you look at that group, the defense line, I think there's a good core there, um, some pieces that you can build around. Uh, you look at, I still think Noah Spence has something. I, I just do. I think he's still in there. Uh, he talked about how it's a blessing in disguise, and, and I'm with him there. I think it is, and I think he's got a good good opportunity this offseason. Whoever the coach comes in, I hope you know he's part of the future and they can get him back on track. Um, so there's a good group there. You look at the linebackers. The linebackers are kind of a question mark for me because you just don't know of what you're going to get from Quan Alexander or um, Kendall Beckwith. So just them coming off of injuries and, you know, how much are you going to pay Quan? So that's a big decision. But, you know, Levante obviously is a stud. Uh, you still have uh, – then you have Jack Sitchie hopefully coming back as well. Um, but, I mean, he tours ACL too. 
So, I mean, it's just, uh, you probably could use some more depth there. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Adarius Taylor. I thought he filled in pretty well. Wasn't outstanding, but I thought he did okay. And then you look at the secondary, you know, look at all the rookies that we have on that side. I still believe in, in Carlton Davis. I still think MJ Stewart is a good player, whether he's playing the slot or if he's moved to safety, I think he can be successful. Uh, you look at, you know, Jordan Whitehead, second in the team, second on the team in tackles, which was outstanding. So there's pieces there. Justin Evans, you got a Vernon Hargraves coming back. Um, you know, a lot of things to, to look forward to. Andrew Adams, I thought, played well. Uh, Devontae Harris did some nice things. Ryan Smith, I th- still think, has some upside. Um, so there's a good group there. Um, I think you have, I think you have some pieces. Obviously, we're going to have to add to it, you know, and get the depth. But I mean, it's it's looking good. Uh, let's see, what else did I want to touch on before we get into you know the coaching staff and and you know certain candidates? I'm going to get into that in a little bit. But I wanted to play some clips from uh, you know JPP. I thought it was outstanding. Um, I mean, he really said. You know, some good things. Let's see. I think this is him. Yeah, this is him on um, talking about how close the team was, uh, you know, defensively, offensively. Uh, here he is, JPP. A new coach comes in. What kind of team is he getting? Is this team that far away from, from uh, To be honest, you know, with all the, like I said yesterday, with all the injuries that occurred and, you know, and, 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 how close we was this close this year, you know. Just those those games that we should have won and we just let loose and you know, play like I say, coaches can't play for players, you know, players gotta play. Just gotta dig deep inside. Maybe he'll bring that uh that fire. You know, even though Dirt bring that he brought that fire, but you know, everybody have a certain way of doing it. So, you know, like I say, man, no matter what, whoever comes in here, I'm 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 behind them hundred percent because we all got a goal. And the goal is to get to the playoffs, to get to the Super Bowl. But it starts by getting to the playoffs. And, you know, uh, that's basically it. So I'm all behind the, the coach that's going to come in here. And, you know, whatever he decides to do, I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, you love to hear that. And I think he's, you know, he's talking about how talented this team is. And I, I agree with him. I think it is a talented team. Uh, I think it is close. I think you just need the right direction. And like you said, like JPP said, I mean, you have to get it all on the same page, everyone working together, being more consistent, uh, and being a team, you know, working as one and, and giving it your all um, every Sunday. And, you know, him showing support, you know, he's going to do what he can uh, to help this coaching staff, you know, this new coaching staff out. And let's get into, I got one couple more from JPP. Um, here's one, him talking about, you know, what he's, you know, how is he going to lead when, uh, what's his role going to be as a leader uh, once the new coaching staff comes in? Let's take a listen. What will your role be knowing that there's going to be a new coach coming in? You're one of the leaders of this team. Uh, will my role be? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the moment a new coach or whoever the new coach is, you know, I'm going to meet him face-to-face and, you know, talk to him and, and you know, give my opinions of, you know, how things um you know, went around here and, you know, hopefully he could take that and, and run with it and, you know, from whatever he want to do then, 
and I'm all behind them because we in this together, you know, and, and that's basically what it is. You know, it ain't just individual. It's just we in this together. And, and we got to, uh, you know, produce around here. So, you know, that's basically what it is. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, and that last point, I mean, we got to produce around here. I mean, that's what you want to hear. That's what the players got to do. I mean, it's up to them. And I like how he said, you know, he's going to meet the new coach face-to-face and, and really tell them uh, what's going to be, you know, taking place, you know, what has taken place with this team the last year. And he's, you know, giving that information to the new coach, and and that new coach is going to run with it. And I think that's what needs to happen, needs to take place. Um, so, I mean – I just love it. I love how he's a leader. I think he's been a great addition. Obviously, 12 and a half sacks. Um, we got to get more guys like him. And, and Jason Light talked about how he's got really high expectations, uh, you know, and that's a good thing. You want that. And I think it's it's got to happen. He's got to be good. Um, and he talked about how this team, you know, needs to be better and, and holding them accountable. And I think that's something – that needs to take place. Now, this was the biggest quote from yesterday from him, and, you know, talking about the locker room and, and guys just being, you know, honest with one another, uh, being truthful and making sure, you know, everyone is on the same level as far as what their goals are and what needs to be done. Uh, this, was, this was well said by JPP, and, and I agree with him. I think there's some bad seeds in the locker room, and I think those will be um, taken care of. Uh, this this offseason I think JPP is going to tell Jason Light and the new coach like he said you know what went around here and I think there was just too much of a lax atmosphere obviously you can point to the ping pong every day after practice you know that stuff's got to stop you know and I'm I'm good with guys having fun um, but when you're as bad as as the team was this year um, you gotta you gotta come in here and and work and that's something um, JPP talks about, but let's let's take a listen to this. And this was this was outstanding. I think the difference between teams that's reached the playoffs tonight is that when when you got a whole group of guys and you just keep it real with each other, you know, you just don't care, man. You just play for each other. I think we have been playing for each other, but. You know, to keep it on the keep it a real point. I think the you know uh, we got a lot of guys that don't keep it real, man. I'm just being real. That's just basically is, and it's keeping it real. Just saying what's on your mind, man. Don't never hide what's on your mind. You know, and I I never hide what's on my mind. I tell you, if I don't like you, I don't like you as a person. I'm gonna let you know. I don't like. You. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna let you know I don't like you as a person. But I'll always give that up most respect for you. You know. Uh, but as a football player, man, I'm looking for guys, you know what I mean, that just going to give it to y'all no matter how bad they hurting. Because obviously I proved a point this year, no matter how bad you hurting, you know, you still capable of doing what you need to do. You know, because if it was your life on the line, you got to get a bottle of water and it's 10 feet away from you and you got two broken legs, I'm guaranteed you're going to figure a way out to get that water, right? So it's the same thing, you know, playing football and, you know, being a reporter, you know, just give it your all, man. I feel like if God just give it all they all, then, you know, we won't be in this situation right now. Yeah, that's well said. I mean, guys giving it all, their all, and that's something that JPP did for uh, 16 week, or sixteen games this season. 
I mean, I love the point about the broken legs and, and finding a way to get that water. And that's the type of players that need to be on this team. Like, if this is not your life, like, you have to love football, like like JPP was saying, and just being able to go out there and do whatever you can, no matter how much pain you are in, you got a job to do and you got to go get it done. And I love that. And he talked about guys not being real with one another. And that's something that has to change. And I think he's going to do whatever he can to make change happen in this locker room and get everyone on the right mindset. But it's going to have to take more from the other guys, you know, to help JPP. I think they're going to weed out the bad apples. Obviously, you know, you could assume, you know, Brent Grimes, Deshaun Jackson, even a Gerald McCoy. I hate to say it, but, you know, I just think he's going to be gone. And, you know, there's going to be some changes, you know, get rid of some of the guys that just don't really care as much as JPP. And you just can't have that. You got to have everybody carrying the same, everyone on the same level and going for that ultimate goal. And that's to win championships. I mean, he's absolutely right. I mean, that's the difference. You look at all the teams that are in the playoffs. They are, they are one heartbeat, you know, they're all on the same page working as one. And that's what it takes. I mean, you got to be able to do that. Um, trying to think if I have any other clips. I don't think I do. But, you know, overall, you know, it, it's got to be different. You know, this locker room has to be different and be able to um, come together. And whoever the new coach is, they got to be able to command that locker room and, and demand respect and making sure guys are holding each other accountable and making sure they're giving it their absolute best every week. And that's what I like to hear from JPP. And I think he's going to get it done. Uh, But with that being said, I think I'm going to move into, you know, let's look at some coaching candidates. Um, Obviously, the big news yesterday was, you know, all the Bruce Arians talk. Um, There's a lot of rumors, a lot of of things reported. Um, Ian Rappaport reported that Bruce Arians does have interest um, in the coaching job. Uh, He said he would listen to Jason Light since he knows him. You know, it's been reported that, you know, this is the Bucks' top guy. And, you know, I, I look at it and, you know, I had my doubts, you know, obviously the health reasons, and that's that's the concern. Like if he's granted a full belt bill of health and he's ready to go, then I'm all for it. I think, you know, the guy is an excellent – he knows how to game plan. He's a good motivator. He understands, you know, how to speak with players, and he knows how to get the best out of them. Uh, obviously he would do wonders for Jameis Winston, I think. You know, yes, it's a vertical offense, so it's kind of similar to Dirk Cutters, but I think he does a better job of balancing it out with short routes and giving the quarterback easy options to to deliver and get easy yards. And that's something that, you know, I've talked about creating mismatches, um, all those things, attacking weaknesses. I think that's something that Bruce Aaron knows how to do. Uh, he found he knows how to find talent. He found a good running back in, in Arizona and um, David Johnson. Uh, he utilizes the running back, you know, in the passing game, which I like. Uh, so there's a lot of good things with Bruce Arians. I think he would build a great staff. Um, and that, you know, that was one of the points brought up um, yesterday on Twitter. It was like, so let's say he brings in his guys and he's, you know, talking, of, you know, bringing his guys and he would be able to develop that offensive coordinator or maybe a defensive coordinator to be the future head coach when Bruce Arians, you know, decides to retire. So I like that aspect. Um, 
and then you could just continue your way. So it's really not an issue as far as long-term, if you look at it that way. If you could bring in like a, a Freddie Kitchens from Cleveland or, you know, even maybe a Brian a Byron Leftwich or a Harold Goodwin, you know, guys that could be potential um, offensive coordinators. And you look at his, you know, potential defensive coordinators, obviously the hot name would be Todd Bowles. Um, and that that might be a, another concern um, just because of the change that the roster might have to go through if Bruce Arians is here. I think we do have the personnel for 3-4, but I think we would have to add to it. You know, I'm just not sure if we had the depth for it. Um, you know, and maybe Todd Bowles adjusts his scheme and maybe he could run a 4-3. Or maybe Bruce Arians, you know, goes a different way and you keep the 4-3 scheme in place. You know, that could be a possibility. Um, but I like him. I mean, obviously, you know, two-time coach of the year uh it would be a big hire and that's something that you know the glazers like to do they like to make the splash hire um i'm hoping they make the best hire for this team you know it's not always about the splash it's not always about the headlines so i'm hoping that happens but i mean we'll see i i think you know he's a top target um and then obviously you know we've got reports that they um interviewed Eric or they're going to try to interview Eric Bieniemy. um going to try to interview George Edwards um obviously both candidates would satisf- satisfy the Rooney rule um but I think those are two um logical candidates um I'm not sure on George Edwards I think Eric Bieniemy would be a great hire you know he's a guy that we previewed on this podcast I think he could do a lot of good things uh for um you know, hold guys accountable and understand how to make things easier uh, for the players. And I think he's done a great job of that and in KC. So you look at it, uh, yeah. And I also like that, you know, back to Bruce Arians, I'm sorry to, you know, go back and forth, but uh, Bruce Arians would allow his quarterback to have input, you know, on the offense. And the same could go for Eric Bieniemy. And I like that. I like that. You know, making the quarterback a part of the offense is is critical, and that's something that um, you know Freddie Kitchens is doing with uh, Baker Mayfield right now, and you see how good it's working. And I think you know Jameis being more involved with the offense, having more control, and I'm not sure if he didn't have that with Dirk Cutter, but being able to put input of what he likes and what he likes to run, I think that's going to be good for him, and it, it will make a difference. But yeah, I mean, and you look at these other candidates, you know, obviously we're talking to Eric Bannamy, talking to uh, George Edwards. Um, you know, the big question with them is, like, are they going to be able to bring in a great staff? Um, do they have connections? That's something you have to look at. Same thing with, like, a Dan Campbell that I like, or even a Chris Richard. You know, all those guys, you know, are they going to be able to bring in a great staff? Will they have guys that will follow them um, into that next journey, into that next step? They probably will. I'm sure they do. I mean, all these guys prepare to be head coaches. They all have lists ready. Um, That's what they're supposed to do, you know. But, you know, looking at Bruce Arians, I mean, that guy has it. I mean, he's got the respect. I mean, when he walks into that Bucks locker room, I mean, players are going to look at him and they're going to be ready to play for him because he's going to demand that accountability and dependability is something, you know, that is also important. And I just think that's where the Bucks want to go. They want a proven head coach, a guy that can get it done. You know, obviously, looking at the other candidates, I'm hoping they don't go after like a Jim Caldwell or Mike McCarthy 
or even a Jack Del Rio. I just don't think those are fits. Um, I think a lot of a lot of those guys are going to be actually dirt cutter 2.0. I just don't I just don't see it with those guys. Um, now let's say you want to bring in a Chris Richard, who's a young defensive mind um, and doesn't you know doesn't have the experience, and you bring in a Jim Caldwell as your offensive coordinator slash assistant head coach, then that's something I could get behind. But you know. It's going to be interesting. I like that they're taking their time with this search, and I think they know they have to get the right guy. That's something that's very important, and it's going to be interesting. I mean, we're going to see, uh, you know, who they're looking at, and and hopefully they they interview the right people, get good information, and then finally settle on that right guy that can help this team, you know, compete for championships. And that's the ultimate goal. That's what we have to do. And, you know, we'll see. I mean, they have competition. I mean, there's eight teams out there that don't have head coaches, uh, including the Bucks. So you're going to have to move probably quickly. It just depends on how the other teams are moving and who you can get in uh, to interview. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I'm hoping they they take one of the guys we previewed. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I don't want to sound biased, but that would be awesome. But um, you know, all those guys, Chris Richard, Dan Campbell, Eric Bienemy, Bruce Arians, um, all would be, I think, you know, good candidates. The only questions is for the other guys, the younger guys, and I would like to go in, into a young direction, is who could they bring on staff? And, you know, who could they surround themselves with? You know, but I like the tangibles of all those guys. I mean, just leader of men, hard nose going to make sure guys are doing their job and that is something that this team just it just hasn't had and it's about developing your talent and Jason Light you could you could criticize him all you want um but you can also say hey he's done this he's done that you know all GMs have misses but now's the time you know to get it right and I think you know he's definitely he's got that opportunity I think he will um I think he will make it happen. I think he's he understands, you know, where this team is at and what needs to be done. You know, he talked about the running game. I think he's going to add offensive linemen. Uh, so it's going to be a fun offseason. I mean, this is it. We're going into it, and I, I can't wait. And, you know, I just hope, like, everyone, you know, Bucks fans just, you know, stay with this team because I think they're going to get it done. You know, I'm, I'm mildly, I'm being cautiously optimistic and, uh, I just hope they, they finally get it right. And I think they will, you know, there's some good candidates out there and, you know, hopefully they go after the right ones, you know, and get this team back to where it needs to be. Um, but with that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, everyone have a happy new year and get ready for the off season because it's going to be fun. Uh, Real Bucks Talk, we're going to do everything we can uh, to provide you with, you know, all the updates on here or Twitter. Um, I'm going to try to start writing again. I know I haven't been writing in a while. I'm going to try to get that amped up again. Uh, Got a lot of draft coverage that we want to do, and we're going to talk about that on here and talk about free agency, all that good stuff. Um, So it's going to be fun. I mean, this is is the Bucks time. I mean, this is where we can enjoy – uh, Bucks football because this is where they're at their best for it seems like the last couple of years, but now it's time to 
to get it back in, in the regular season and start winning football games. And that's what we want to see. So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to follow us um, on Twitter at Real Bucks Talk. Follow us on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean. Uh, feel free to leave comments. Give us you know ratings and reviews on iTunes. We really appreciate that. Um, you know, anything that you have on your mind, let us know and we will talk about it on the, on the podcast. Um, but excited. I mean, I'm excited for this new direction and it gives us, it gives us, um, an opportunity to be excited about where this team's going to go. And hopefully, uh, this is it. This is the, the right change and we get back to winning football because I know everybody's ready for it and it's time. It's time to, to start winning again. So, with that, go Bucks and talk to you later. Bye.